it's about that time. For the inside trip. You know that nasty trip. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Are you ready? You better be ready, bro. Because you're about to get inside trip. And we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? Hey, yo, listeners. We are back after a few week hiatus. This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, episode number 38. You know me, Brandon Olinger, and as always, joined alongside with me, my partner, my co host, the man, the myth, the legend, Ben Watson. Oh, two banditos up in here. To what? Banditos. What's a bandito? I think it's like a Hispanic. You like, about to start uh, singing Despacito? Yeah, I think it's something like that. I think it's like a Hispanic, um, like a Desperado or something. I don't know. It's it's off a movie. Come on, you haven't seen um, have you seen the movie? <laughs> have you seen the movie Pop Star? No. With Andy Samberg, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. And one of the songs is called Two Banditos. So there you go. All right, we're already off topic. <laughs> anyway, as I said, this is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at the Inside Trip One. Catch us at our Facebook page, the Inside Trip. Um, if you want to contact us, please do so via email, the Inside Trip One at gmail.com. And as always, for the podcast itself, you know where to find it iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, um, many other podcast locations. Hell, we'll do it live for you if you pay us enough. Oh, we could do a live one. Yeah. Right? Just for like a suit and like a, a select few of people. They get to see how many bathroom breaks you got to take. Yeah, I know. I got a small bladder. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, find the podcast, subscribe, download, listen, rate, review, uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, rate and review. It's it's so easy. You go, you click, five, four, three, two, one stars. I prefer five, four, the, the worst. And uh, give us a review. Tell us about what you think about Brandon. And Ben. Well, and ben. Every, of course, Ben. Everybody knows I'm, I'm one of the banditos, baby. <laughs> you are the bandito. Uh, so yeah, man. After a few week hiatus, we are back. Excited to to do a little talk talking today. Um, Let's talk to some wrestling. You want to talk to some wrestling? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's a bad inside joke from when Brandon was nervous on one of our first podcasts. He's like, "I'm excited to be here and talk to some wrestling today." I'm like, "Well, I don't know who wrestling is, but let's talk to him." You jerk, <laughs> man! It's college. It's getting near to college season, baby. I thought I thought I read it was like six weeks. About six season. weeks away. Oh man. man. And, you know, I love international wrestling. And I actually like um, watching international wrestling maybe more than college in terms of the rules. But, you know, there's something to be said about that nostalgic of folk-style wrestling and college wrestling and and all the hype around it. So I'm starting to get a little giddy, my friend. I'm getting excited, of course. I mean, this is what we all look forward to, the the D1 men's wrestling season. We get it. Yeah. No sense in hiding it. Big time. It's big time. We love it. Big time. so yeah, but anyway, how you been lately, Ben? I feel like I haven't seen you much. Oh man, I've been great. Well, we, we saw each other last night drinking beers at the bar, my friend. Okay, aside from that. Oh no, I've been good, man. Today is, uh, you know what today is? It's Oktoberfest. It's Oktoberfest here in Dayton, Ohio, and actually, I have the uh, pleasure of living in the neighborhood that hosts the Oktoberfest, which will be, you know, probably tens of thousands of people will be in my neighborhood this today, and I get to walk to and from it, which is nice because I'm gonna be. Well, I'm already drinking beer, and it's what is it, eleven? It's not even noon yet. I'm already I'm already on my third beer, so we'll see how we'll see how this one goes. My wife's gonna be freaking thrilled at me at the end of today. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> so where do you want to go first? It's well, college season, It's man. college season, but you know, you know what comes with college season, baby. The, yes. What is it, the fifth annual or sixth? This will be the fifth annual. So, so one of my favorite things about the college season, and there's been a lot of talk on this on social media. You know, everybody's kind of getting hyped to, for what, they're, what they do. But um, what we do with the D1 wrestling season is we have – our fantasy wrestling league. Oh, baby. And when I say fantasy wrestling league, I mean this is the one, the only, the true, the legit. It is an actual legit fantasy wrestling league. All other leagues could, I mean, they wish that they were our fantasy wrestling league. Um, and as I said, as been alluded to, this is year number 5, which is a little bit of a milestone, and I think this year is going to be epic. Absolutely e- epic. Um, we've expanded the league size. We're going from 10 teams to 12 teams. Yeah. We've got four new te- four new guys coming in this year who oh. are very avid, passionate wrestling fans. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm pumped for it. Dude. All right. I'm absolutely pumped. So, break down a little history about it. Then. All right. So, as you said, this is the fifth year. So, started five years ago. I think the 2013, 2014 season was our first one. I thought it was 12, 13, but was it 12, 13? you might be right. I can tell you for sure right here. No, I can't. I can't. So if this is year number five, do the math. Do yeah. the math. It's year number five. 13, 14, 14, 15, 15, 16, 17, 18. You missed okay. 16, 17. So we started 2012, 2013, whatever. Anyway, so year number five, um, this league's legit. All right, so we've got eight guys who are returning from previous years coming back, of course. Brandon and Ben, myself and Ben. Oh, yeah. The inside trip, baby. All right. We got one of our favorite people ever, Ben's old wrestling coach, high school coach. Uh, one of my good friends, Frank Baxter's back in the league. Oh, yeah. Adam Price coming back. Oh, yeah. Price is, Price is the man. The father-son duo. Greg and Grant Pitcheroff are back in it. Oh, yeah. Justin Sage. Oh, Sage, baby. He's coming back. Steve the old man, Zantel. Steve Zantel's coming back, huh? He's coming back. Well, good. Is he, is he bringing his – Steve Zantel, he, he, he was in I don't even think it, he has a smartphone. You no, know, but he does not. But he was in it with two other guys from a school he coached, and he used to draft their entire teams. He did. Yeah. Um, and then we got four new guys, so. Who are they? New guy number one, our good buddy Dan Ranzik. No, right. yeah. Everybody knows Dan Ranzik. Everybody knows D. Ranzik. Um, we got a couple of ringers, a few ringers coming in this year. Oh, who we got? Earl Smith. Oh. From D1 College Wrestling. Earl from D1CW is coming? He's in the league. Well, he, it's over for you, buddy. It's Your reign of terror is done. Uh, and then we've got the Blood Round duo. Oh, Tommy B yeah. and Kevin Clunch coming in. Okay. All right. So we're going from 10 teams to 12 teams this year. Um, Blood f- Round's coming in, huh? They're in it, man. We might have a little podcast wars in this uh, this oh, year's we, Fantasy Wrestling Yeah, with Earl, with Earl, too. With Earl, too. All right. So... I say this is a real, legit fantasy wrestling league. The way we do it, the format's like this. So we're expanding to 12 teams. Basically, every team is going to draft 12 guys. you got to draft one guy at each weight class, plus two flex wrestlers. Those flex wrestlers can be at any weight class they want. Yeah. All right? They just got to flex after they win. They got to flex. We like that. Who flexes? Anybody flexing this year? Mark Hall flexes. Uh, nah, I hate him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Didn't you say that about Bo Nickel? Bo Nickel. Yeah, come on. <laughs> so anyway, um, all 12 guys are going to score points for your team. We break the league down into two segments. We have the regular season champion, and then we have the NCAA tournament champion. So we do actually score all year long. Um, Starting right after, like, the um, kind of like the first two opens, right? 
Yeah, basically. So I think this year our draft is going to take place November 11th with scoring set to start the next day on November 12th. Oh, yeah. All right. So our scoring goes a little bit like this. We've had a lot of people, and I'm only saying this because I've actually had a lot of people either uh, DM us on Twitter or send me emails or whatnot asking for uh, a fantasy league format because they're wanting to get into it. Um, I caveat this with it's a lot of work. I mean, it's a big pool for whoever's want, a big pool for whoever's running the league. But you've got a spreadsheet that basically does a ton of calculations, right? I mean, you have... I mean, it's legit, you know. This ain't hand scoring, man. Uh, the first year was hand scoring, but since then we've kind of built some programs within Excel that kind of does all this for me. All I got to do is enter the results, and it kind of spits everything out. So regular season scoring is pretty much your standard dual meet scoring. You know, you win by pin, you get six. You win by tech, you get five. Major four, decision three. And then the caveat is if you lose by decision, minus three, major minus four, tech minus five, pin minus six. Right? Yeah, so it's not like football where you're facing somebody each week, you know? No, no. And, and now the other, another cool thing is, you know, you get unlimited ad drops, one per week. You know, one per week, but you can add and drop as many as you want, right? Well, I wouldn't say it's unlimited. You do get one ad. We do one ad drop per week, and of course, the you know the ad drop doesn't take effect until the following scoring period, the following week. Um, and then also, give me Ed reg- Ruth's points. Shut up. Give me Ed Ruth's points. So well, in the regular season, yeah, um, we do. Uh, in the, when there's regular season tournaments, it's the same scoring except for once a guy loses and drops down into the consolation brackets. Scoring wins are only worth half points in the consolation brackets. And the. Um, the event that the person's wrestling in has to be on the team schedule. It's got to be on the team schedule. That was the whole Ed Ruth thing. Is Ed Ruth came back one um, one year and he hadn't wrestled in a while, and he went went out and wrestled in a somebody had him and he went out and wrestled in an open and like pinned everybody. It wasn't on their he wrestled yeah, on a tag. It wasn't on their schedule. So they're <laughs> but the guy that had him was so mad that he didn't get those points. <laughs> um, and then obviously we have the NCAA tournament. Um, we do regular season scoring through the conference tournaments and then the NCAA tournament. Um, and basically, um, your guys got to qualify for the NCAA tournament. If they don't qualify, tough shit. Yep. That's your fault. That's your problem. No ad drops in. Shouldn't, yep. Lo- rosters do lock at a certain point in time. And then for the NCAA tournament, we do standard NCAA tournament scoring. So for whatever, whatever points your guy scores for his actual college team is what he scores for your fantasy team. Yep. So fifth oh, year, baby. man, we've actually worked out a lot of kinks. Um, We've actually, you know, we've had to work out a lot of kinks. Um, as been said, for the past two years, I've been regular season and NCAA tournament champ. You've won basically four in a row. I have. Now let's talk about last year, though, real quick. Oh, let's talk about last year. No, because I, here look, we go. You are the champ. Thank you. You are the champ. I so I was the smart man that drafted four Penn State wrestlers. I drafted Suriano. I drafted Vin- Vincenzo Brosif. I drafted um, Nickel, Bo Nickel, and I drafted Nevels. Okay. Um, and I lost the regular season by like a couple points. Oh, if anybody doesn't remember, Penn State got stuck in an airport and didn't get to wrestle at the Reno Tournament of Champions. And if they would have wrestled in it, I would have demolished the, I mean, I would have won the regular season by 50 points if they would have wrestled in it. So you win because my guys get stuck in a freaking airport. And then at NCAAs, Nick Seriano freaking, his ankle falls off. And I lost barely. I would have won. If Nick Seriano would have wrestled and all american if he would have just wrestled an All-American, I would have won. I don't think so. Okay, if he would have made the finals, I would have won. No, <laughs> something like that. But, yeah, so I mean, I, for all intents and purposes, my team was the best last year. But, you know, things didn't shake out, and you ended up winning. I had the most champs. 
I'm sorry, I had the most money when it was all said and done. Yeah, you won. I won. Yeah, we play for a little bit of money. (laughs) We do play for a little bit of money. But anyway, uh, super excited for this. We're going to kick the league off here. I think the draft is November 11th. I'm glad to have all 12 people confirmed. We got some fresh blood in the league this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think Earl's. Earl's I'm I'm worried about Earl. I want Earl to beat you so bad. I hate you. I totally hate you. You're supposed to be on my side. I'm not on your side because the last year, Penn State freaking gets stuck in an airport and I lose. Like, don't draft bad guys that get stuck in an airport. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I think I got Vincenzo Joseph in like the third to last round. Um, uh, big props, though, to Jason Bryant, man. He has uh, What he does is he, on his uh, website, matttalkonline.com, he actually goes out and links every result to every dual meet and every tournament. Uh, and one single space, you know, one single place, and it's just it makes scoring so easy to do. After that, um, so are you willing to share the spreadsheet? No. Okay. I'm not sharing the spreadsheet. That's fine. No way. Good. F everybody that wants that spreadsheet, dude. That formula that's built into that spreadsheet. I mean, it's probably it's it's massive. It's a, it's a, it's an if the it's an if this then that kind of for- formula. So basically, it's like. You know, if the result is a win and the method is a you know is a decision, um, then it spits out the, you know the sure. total points earned and it adds everything up. It's how much so are you selling cool. it for? I ain't selling that. Okay. Right. So anyway, how about we talk a little college wrestling? Let's talk some college wrestling, man. This year is going to be nuts. It's going to be epic. We, we talked about it, I think, about three podcasts ago. The whole you know Ohio State versus Penn State when we knew that uh, Suriano wasn't coming back and we knew that uh, McKenna was coming, mm-hmm. and you kind of went through your spreadsheets of. You know, best projected, best returning, um, and kind of the average of everything everybody scored. And Penn State seemed to be the favorite in all of those. But I tell you what, man, looking at the lineups, so I went and I looked at all of the lineups for like some of the top returning teams. Um, I looked at Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Oklahoma State, Michigan, Arizona State, Missouri, Virginia Tech, and Iowa. Ohio State has nine of their ten wrestlers in the top eight. Or no, in the top ten, mm-hmm. with seven in the top eight, mm-hmm. they legitimately could be the second team ever to Minnesota's 2001 team mm-hmm. to have all ten All Americans. Legitimately, their lowest ranked wrestler by flow is 12, and that's Tayshawn Campbell. Oh, I get it. I, I, I get it. And I, yeah, you're right. They got a legitimate chance. Um, you know, but as we've seen, like last year with Oklahoma State, who legitimately had. The same opportunity. It's 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 such a crapshoot at the tournament, dude. You know, we talk about how how we how we think we know how things are going to play out all season long, and then you get to the NCAA tournament, man, and shit hits the fan. And Alex Every, Coker, all Americans. Everything gets thrown out the window. Um, upsets happen galore, and so you never know what's going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. McKenna did an all American last year. No, Kalika did an all American last year. Just you know, some people I'm some, thinking I'm talking. Yeah, about things it. like that. The people who thought were virtual locks, right? Now, one forty one's freaking super deep. It's, it's extremely deep, and I'm sure we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but first, I think it's – we have an obligation. I want to congratulate Tom Brands and the Iowa Hawkeyes. They gave him an extension. He signed a contract extension. I didn't know about that, um, did they? Just recently. I bet he got um, paid. You know, you can tell they're really proud of uh, – let's see – one, two, three, three fourth place finishes in the last five years, oh. plus a fifth place finish. So, I mean, great job, guys. You I mean, are really. In the night. No, no, no. I mean, congratulations. I mean, that's that's big for Iowa. That's big for Iowa. Yeah, I mean, that's mediocrity right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm twisting the night. But in Iowa, though, I mean, I'm surprised. I mean, I'm not surprised they gave him an extension. Look, he is the epitome of Iowa, right? He's the definition of Iowa style. But, I mean, Tom they, they haven't been in the top three. In the past five years? 
2015, they did come in at second place. They came in second. Okay. Right. So if you go back to 2011, 2011, they finished third. 2012, they finished third. Uh, then they had two consecutive fourth place finishes. Then a runner-up finish in 2015. Um, fifth place in 2016. And then last year, they were able to sneak back in and, uh, and, and bring home that coveted fourth place trophy that we know they were really happy about. And let me tell you something about that, though. I'm not sure they're, they're getting a trophy this year. Iowa has seven guys that are currently ranked in the top 20 by Flow Wrestling. Mm-hmm. However, only three of those seven are ranked in the top eight. Now, that doesn't include Pat Downey. So, you know, you got, if Pat you Downey, gotta include him if, in there. if he gets eligible, which, you know, it, it, all signs are pointing to he, he will be. Right. The right? only reason he's not ranked right now is because he won't be wrestling until second semester. Correct. But he's also got to finish 17 credit hours online. So, but he already did that. That's no. why he's at Iowa. No, no. He can't wrestle second. He hasn't graduated from Iowa State yet. I'm positive. He hasn't graduated from Iowa State yet. Okay, okay. He's got 17 credit hours he's got to finish up this year, or this, this semester. Okay. Which 16 is a typical course load, so it's not like something crazy. But, okay, so that, that would give him four in the top eight. I'm not sure four All-Americans get the trophy this year with how deep some of the other teams are. I know. And let's, put, let's take it a step further. They got four All-Americans, and I mean – and not a single one of them are. I don't think they get get any champs this year. They don't have anybody no, ranked. There's, there's no champs. Who's their best cha- shot at the champ? Kemmer. Kemmer. And and that's only because Sor- there's maybe no Sorensen. Maybe. But neither one of them, I think, to me, are realistic shots because you got Nol- you got the freaking freak show, Nolf and Rutherford. I agree. You know, the only person I think I can see really, I th- Caleb Young's good at um, 174. Um, he's ranked 20th, um, and also Alex Marinelli. Alex Marinelli, he's ranked 17th. I, sure. I, I have a really good feeling that he's going to All-American, but that's also at a pretty darn tough weight. But Iowa, they are down this year. They They're are down, but they've had down. a they, they got a pretty good recruiting class coming in. And um, they, I, don't forget, you know, they got Spencer Lee this year. Yeah. Um, it's still up in the air on whether I, – I believe it's still up in the air on whether he's going to redshirt the entire season, uh, just from what I've been told. It would make sense he to He wants me to wrestle would, really, really bad. Um, I think you're going to see them do a lot of the same things they did with Marinelli last year, have him wrestle in opens, see how he's doing, see how he's feeling, see how he's performing. He tore his ACL before the state tournament last year. I mean, that that would get, that that would basically mean that he would have a year total mm-hmm. before his for the NCAA tournament with the torn ACL. Now we've seen it done. I mean, Tash, or not Tayshawn Campbell, Keyshawn Hayes tore his ACL, from what I understand, and he's back. Yeah, I mean, like in December of last yeah. year, and he's back in less than a year. So. To me, it would make sense for Iowa to kind of – I'm not going to say pack it in this year, but, you know, I don't know why Spencer Lee would wrestle this year. I mean, Iowa's been packing it in pretty much every year for the last five or six years Ooh. anyway, so you, what's one more year? Dude, Jenna Novak's going to kill you, <laughs> dude. She's going to kill you. All right, so anyway, let's move on. Um, so, Flo just released their preseason rankings. Um it's good and bad, in my opinion. I mean, the good part is it obviously gives us something to talk about, you know, gives us some things to go off of. Um the bad part in my mind, I think it's still a little early. You know, many schools are just getting back in session. There's still a lot of things up in the air. Um, Wrestle-offs haven't even happened Wrestle-offs right? haven't happened at, at a lot of schools. You know, I think there's some things that are still, you know, to be determined. In weight some classes. Weight classes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, uh, the rankings are out, so it gives us something to talk about. Uh, I think we're going to kind of go through some of these, talk about the weight classes a little bit, you know, and what our thoughts and opinions are, and see what we can do. Okay. Um, I will tell you this. I don't always agree with Flo's rankings, um, but I like that I think they, they do. do. Good job. They, he's got a style, you know. He's got a system. He sticks to that system, so I'll give him credit there. Well, and also he explains it. He explains he it typically he at the does. end of his rankings. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for for him, for Christian Powell, sometimes being a pretty big nerd, um, 
you know, he I think he does a pretty good damn job, to be honest with you. So, but anyways. Anyway. Um so uh, there's approximately 16 I'm sorry, 63 returning All-American wrestlers this year. Um and I do believe there's 11 wrestlers who have won a national championship. Actually, 11 wrestlers who've won a combined 15 national championships mm-hmm. returning. Um So let's start off, man. 125. I think I think this weight class is a little different this year than what we've seen in years past. Um, you know, you do have two returning champs in this weight class now that Nathan Tomasello is making the drop back down. And then you've got the returning champ from last year, Darian Cruz from Lehigh. Um, other than that, I mean, you've got two returning champs. You've got eight returning All-Americans. But this weight class, is it me? It, maybe it's just me. It just doesn't scream to me as deep as what it has been in, in, in years past. Uh, unfortunately, I can't get <laughs> – it's not letting me get on it, but – um, you know, I can do it from memory. It is deep. It's deep because of the fact that you're forgetting about people like Zeke Moisey. Oh, I a, mean, he's who, one of who them. Who was a finalist before. Um, Darren Cruz, returning champ. Ethan Lezak, returning finalist. finalist. And then you have guys, you know, when, what is Jack Mueller going to do this year? I wonder if he's going to redshirt. I don't think there's, I, I don't think he should. I've heard he's going to redshirt and go 33 then after that. I heard he's kind of big for that. But, here, I mean, I mean, bottom line, I think is it. Although, I mean, Cruz had an amazing run, and he took an eighth place before that, and seventh place, before or seventh that. place before that. And maybe we're seeing something in his head where he's starting to. Because remember, he he wrestled at the Dapper Dan uh, against Thomasell, and they had a tight one. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when they were both in high school. Um, I mean, he was a huge monster recruit out of high school. Um, has he started to now? Thomasell is a freaking physical freak. He's going to be bigger than Darian Cruz, and it ain't going to be a question. Can Cruz hang with Tomasello? Now, Cruz has got all of the technical ability in the world. If his head's right, maybe he can. If not, I think this is a two-horse race, right? Tomasello, Suriano? Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. Um, So, real quick, the returning All-Americans in this weight class, by my count, and people correct me if I'm wrong, you've got Nathan Tomasello coming back, you've got Darian Cruz coming back, um, Ethan Lezak from Minnesota coming back. Ben mentioned Moisey, a returning national finalist a couple of years ago, coming back. You've got Pitch and Needing from Oklahoma State coming back. Jack Ryan Milhoff from Virginia. And then Ryan Milhoff oh, yeah. and Sean Russell as well. The majority, you know, Russell took a seventh. Milhoff's taken a seventh. Mueller's taken a sixth. Um, Piccinini was able to, you know, come out of last year with a fourth place finish. And that was high for compared to like kind of some of his results for earlier in the year. I thought that was pretty good for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I think Tomasella coming down, I think it's fair to rank him number one. I think that's fair, even though Darian Cruz is the returning national champ at that weight class. Um, the, the key to me is going to be how does Tomasella perform at that weight. Um, obviously, as Buckeye fans, we want him to perf- you know perform uh, very well um, and be able to have that pace and that that mentality that's that's made him so good in years past. I think you make I think you said the key point there. What's his pace going to be like? What's his what's his body going to feel like at 125? Um, you know, I listened to the T-Row and Funky show um podcast with uh when Tom Ryan was on there and you know, Tom Ryan admitted that it was him making 125 as a sacrifice for the team. Yeah. I mean, I mean there, there's no question about it. He would rather that. go They have national championship aspirations this year, and it doesn't happen without Tomasello at 25. And now he's not going to wrestle every duel. No. You know, Tom said that he was going to wrestle. Coach Ryan said he was going to wrestle. Um, you on a first-name basis with him? He, no. That's why I said Coach Ryan. He's, yeah. Not like you and Gerard. Uh, Coach Ryan said he was going to wrestle, uh, you know, the major duels. So I'm guessing the Iowas, the Penn States, the Michigans, which would be great. Um, if, if, his, if he has the pace— you know, even the pace of the year that he lost to Gilman in overtime, 
If he has that pace, I think that he wins it. Uh, and that was even when he was sucking. Sucking okay. weight. Okay, I, I think... I like what you said. I do really think this is a two-horse race with... Darren Cruz, you know, you, you can't discount a returning national champ. You, you just can't. No, and, he, and, and, and he's, he's a phenomenal wrestler he's a great in his wrestler. own right. But He beat Thomas Gilman last year. I think it, I think it's going to be – I think Tomasello and Suriano have very similar styles. The exception is, is I think that Suriano is a little more stingy to score on. I think he's got better defense. Um, but I also I, I think that Tomasello's got a little bit better offense. He's got better go-to takedowns, in my opinion. He absolutely um, does. That's a great point. I think Tomasello's – I mean, he's got a really good sweep single, really good sweep mm-hmm. single. And he has a, a world-level high crotch. Yeah. Um, and he's got a, a world-level go behind. It, 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 I mean, he's good. And he obviously. doesn't get ridden. Let me ask you this. This is – looking at Flo's rankings here, and I'm not – my point isn't to pick him apart at all. Do you agree with Darian Cruz – and it's, it's preseason, I get that. But do you agree with Darian Cruz being ranked ahead of Suriano? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I okay. think so. I think because Darian Cruz, he had some early season losses, and you know he was able to put it all together at the tournament. Because if Nathan Tomasello had never won an NCAA title, I wouldn't agree with Tomasello above Cruz. But Tomasello has won a title. Yeah, he won a title at this weight class, and obviously he's had two losses in the last two years. And look at his body at work. Yeah, he's beaten everybody. Sure. And he's beaten some people sure. bad. He I, majored Ironman and Richards last year. Or what's his name? Uh, Zane. 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 Yeah. Zane, yeah. I mean, he major. He's majoring all Americans. I get it. I, I get it. I again, this goes back to everybody has a system for how they do their rankings, and I, I'm not going to knock that. I, I think you rank Suriano number two in my opinion. I think going into last season's NCAA tournament, he beat Cruz before. Before he was injured, I mean, he was the clear-cut number two guy in the nation. Um, he wrestled Darian Cruz in, you know, earlier that season, and not only did he beat him, he almost majored him. I mean, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that match? He, I, I, yeah. I you think know, you I were thought, really high on that match. I thought he match. beat him 8-0. I think he did major him. Did he major him? Either, it was 8-0 or 6-0. It was a blank. He was up big, and he was fighting hard to get that major. He was Maybe not he didn't major up. him, yeah. Um, no, I was really, yeah. Look, the bottom line is, and, and I think that they make this clear, rankings don't mean predictions. That's understood. No, I get that. Yeah, rankings get don't that. mean predictions. All right, so you brought up predictions. Who do you think is going to win? Preseason right now, if you had to pick. Tomasello is going to win it. You're taking Tomasello. Dude, he's going to freaking – I think he's going to be able to get on Suriano, get in on Suriano. I don't know. Is Suriano going to be able to score on Tomasello? That's the question. You know, he, he's got such great defense that he kept it so close with Gilman. He wasn't able to score on Gilman, right? No. I don't think he scored on Gilman. And, I mean, but we know Gilman's better than Tomasello, but not a lot of people score on Tomasello either. You know, it's not like he's out there giving up takedowns. And he's got a great pace. I, I mean, he gives up the Merkel quite a bit. No, I don't want to talk about that. Um, but anyway, all right. No, it's a fair pick, man. It's a, it's a fair pick. What about you? I think I, I'm going to go until I see him prove me that he can't wrestle back down at this weight class. I'm going to take Tomasello. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be a dogfight between him and Suriano. And we're not picking our preseasons right now, are we? Uh, yeah, we are, actually. I thought that's what you oh. wanted to do, homie. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'll take a Tomasello then. All right. Yeah, we know. You said that already. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Fine. Whatever. Let's, what, what are you looking at 133, homie? You know, 133 is different this year. In years past, 133 has been one of the deepest weight classes, and I think it's cleared out quite a bit this year. It, it's definitely cleared out some, but it, it's not it's not fraught without uh, some hammers, dude. And I already know who you're picking in this Did one. Did you say fraught? Yeah. Fraught. Fraught. 
Spell that. Can you spell that for me? F-R-A-U-G-H-T. All right. So 133. I mean, this year, look, there's no returning national champs now that Tomasello's made the exit out of one to, uh, down to 125. Um, we've got five returning All-Americans. I believe your returning All-Americans in this weight class is uh, Seth Gross, last year's runner-up. You've got Stephen, or I'm sorry, Stefan Michich from Michigan, who took a fourth last year. Cade Brock took fifth last year. And Scotty Parker comes back after finishing in eighth place last year. And then you got guys like Mitch McKee, who was a junior world silver medalist. I mean, you know. And he really came on last season as the season as the season progressed. Yeah. And Dom Forhees, who I think was probably seeded top six at the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, well, and then, yeah. And then you got a guy like Luke Pletcher, who was around a 16 guy at 141 last year, who's had some great wins. Um, so, I, you know, I, like, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. The weight class is a little atraditional compared to what it's been the past couple of years. But you know what it's going to do? It's going to let people like Nietzsche and Gross, you know, and Cade Brock shine because it's their time now. I mean, that's a, that, that's a top tier. That's the top. That, that's my line tier, tier number one, Brock, Nietzsche, Gross. I think all three of those, you know, have a shot at winning it. Okay. I mean, that's fair assessment there. Um, it, it just it really drops off. I mean, look, if you're looking at flow rankings, number four, you've got Scotty Parker, deservedly so. He's a returning All-American. Uh, Mitch McKee, I have no arguments with that at number five. I mean, he didn't All-American last year. He had a heck of a season, though. He had 20 as, losses. How many wins did he have? He had over 20, 20 wins as 20, well. Yeah. And I think, he, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he wrestled the toughest schedule of anyone in college he wrestling. He did. Flo kind of covered that. And, and yeah, he, he had an amazing well, I'm glad Flo covered it. I can't mention it. No, you can't. You can. I'm just saying that's where I heard it. <laughs> of course. Um, Look, but then, after that, no but then after that, you drop down to like you know a Brian Lantry from Buffalo. Yeah, but then you got a Forey's and an Ernesti and a Luke Pletcher and a Connor Schramm who's a returning All American who you missed. Um, yeah, he is a returning All American. No, I didn't miss him. Oh, I did. Yeah, one. he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, he went DNP, then he finished eighth, then he DNP'd again. All right, I'm sorry. Sorry, I missed him. Finished eighth at 125. Yeah, he yeah. did. I missed him. So um, anyway, um, look, you know what I think is interesting and. Jamal Morris is ranked 12th, right? You love Jamal. Well, here's the thing. At 133, what's uh, what's his face going to go? Um, Sean Foss. They're going to suck him back down to 25? I mean, as of now, the way the rankings are shaking out, yeah, they've got him down at 125. I mean, they sucked him down last year for it as well, but he was a big 125. Huge pounder. 125. And they also got that dude from uh, Cleveland, Tyreek. I forget his last name. Um, uh, who's going to be, uh, you know... Pushing, pushing for some spots here. So that's going to be interesting at NC State. But what, what I'm saying there is I think you're going to see some people. I, I think this is, you know, as Ohio State bias guy, this is this is open for Luke Pletcher to be, a, a, you know, an All-American. And not just an All-American. I want to see him go with the top three. Yeah, I mean. What do you think he can do with the top three? I don't think he's as as a complete of wrestler as the top three, in my opinion. I think the, the thing is, one— uh, I can't. There's, there's, I have to totally disagree with you. There's two things here. One, his riding. Two, he gets heavy on his lead foot, which makes him susceptible to takedowns. You saw it last year. As a it true freshman him. wrestling up. Let me finish. Let me finish, man. It, it killed him at the NCAA tournament. It killed him at the junior world team trials as well. He always gets heavy on that front foot. He, he's got the skill. He's got the talent, of course, and Ohio State needs him to All-American high. But when you're talking about a Gross, a Michich, and a Cade Brock, I think right now they're a level above him. Cade Brock's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch wrestle. You know who a sleeper in this weight class is, in my opinion? Who do you like? Ernesti from Missouri. Oh, yeah, Ernesti. I think Ernesti has a chance to place real high. Yeah, now, and I don't think he placed last year. Um, he did not. Uh, yeah, but I tell you what, I'd be, I'd be – 
I would be surprised if Ernesti um, did an All-American this year. I think he All-Americans. I think he places high. Any, anybody else this way that, you know, kind of like Eli Stickley, he's a um, you know, sophomore this year. He had a couple of nice wins for Wisconsin. He's from St. Paris Graham. Uh, Cam Kelly, a lo- real local guy, literally like a town over from mm-hmm. where we live, um, had a really good freshman year. Last year was kind of disappointing. You think he's partying too much at Ohio? Man, that's what that school is known for, right? I'm, I'm just kidding. I have no, I have no, no clue. clue. But. Um, my champ pick. I'm going to pick my champ. You know who it is. You're going Meechich. I'm taking Meechich. I think Meechich is going to win this weight class this year. I don't understand why you were so high on Meechich. Um, did you not watch him wrestle last year? No, he's year? a great wrestler, but you were like – like he's one of those guys – you had him on your fantasy team last year, didn't you? I did. See, and that's why. That's not why. Okay. Did you not see the way he handled Brock in the third and fourth place match at the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I saw it. I'm going did you to... not see how he wrestles hey. Nathan Tomasello? He's got a style that's very Yeah, last time I saw him, they wrestled Nathan Tomasello, majored him when Meechich was a freshman. Okay, understood. I get that. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm picking Meechich. Who are you picking? I don't like you, so I'm going Seth Gross. You love Seth Gross. I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah, he was on your fantasy team last year. He's <laughs> good, dude. He can ride with the best one. Although, AJ Shop's gone now. So, AJ Shop went to Purdue, I think. He did. Yeah, so, um, you know who I want to pick? Who do you want to pick? Cade Brock. I love Cade Brock. You I, like the way he is on his feet. Yeah, he's good on his feet, man. He, he reminds me of just like, you know, kind of like a... How can you not like Michich? He's one of the few guys in college that still likes to hit the Navy right. Yeah, let me grab an arm and the do two a Russian one. tie. Yeah, the two-on-one. is so boring. You're boring. Seth Gross, baby. I hate you, man. Seth Gross Michich. or Cade Brock. Michich, I'm picking baby. Seth Gross or Cade Brock. Uh, moving along to 141, probably one of the deepest weight classes in, Jesus. in, in the entire landscape. In fact, so deep that you saw returning All-American uh, Kolodzik Say, I'm done. I'm going up to 149. Smart. He's like, uh, I can diet all year and kill myself to make 141, or I can eat and go 149. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's great point, Ben. Yeah, that, that was the point I was trying to make. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. The question of 141 is, has Dean Heil separated himself? Especially oh, with these new rules. Man. I- Okay, so look, at 141, you've got one returning champ coming back. You've got seven returning All-Americans, I believe. Um, before I answer that question, your returning All-Americans, by my count, would be Dean Heil. Um, he's gone 4-1-1. He's looking to become um, a three-time national champion. And, and arguably, if he does, go down as one of the greatest Oklahoma State wrestlers of all time. Absolutely. To be truthfully honest. Um, you've got Bryce Meredith, who's gone. Um, he's, he's been a runner-up. He's finished in fourth place. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kevin Jack is back. He's finished fifth. Uh, he, de- he did not place two years ago, um, and then he finished third last year. He's so talented. Super talented. Um, Joey McKenna is back. He went third as a freshman. He didn't place last year. Um, you've got guys like Anthony Ashnault, who's looking to become a four-time All-American for Rutgers. Yeah, he's out till second semester is what we heard, or at least till December. Okay. Um, and then you've got the extremely talented and dangerous Jade Nyerman, um, the New Jersey killer, as yeah. he was uh, – Nicknamed um, after his run at the NCAA he beat tournament last everybody year. from Jersey, dude. Who was it? McKenna, Ashnault, and Kolodzik? Kolodzik, yeah. Ooh, that's a hell, hell of a run for a freshman. Uh, yeah. Um, Remember then, when Thomas Ella just picked him up and dropped him? I do. I do. <laughs> I love it. And then after Ironman, you, of course, got Tommy Thorne, who uh, took an eighth-place finish last year. So your question, do I think Dean Heil separated himself from everyone? No. I don't. Really? I, I don't. Excuse me. I mean, he looked pretty dominating in the uh, finals last year. He did. Um, I think that when Dean Heil wants to turn on his offense, he's pretty much unbeatable. But how often do we see him do that, though? 
Yeah, no, I, I think guys, that's a fair point. You know, you've got some guys who are extremely talented in this weight class. Um, I think if you, Kevin Jack can get past Bryce Meredith, which he did for third and fourth last oh, year. He right, beat he Meredith for third and fourth. Who did Jack um, lose to at the tournament? Did he lose to Meredith? He lost to Meredith in, the I think, the semis, the quarters of the semis. Would have, yeah. Um, it would have know, to have been quarters. I think a guy like Jack can give Dean Heil a heck of a match because Jack's got pretty phenomenal offense. Actually, I think he lost to um, – I think he lost to um, – Meredith earlier than that because then DiCamillo beat Meredith, I think in the semis. So, so I said quarters. Quarters. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. I said I'm quarters. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Hey, you know we're just hey we're bannering right now. <laughs> I like Jack. I really like Jack. I'm not going to pick against Dean Howell. I'm telling you right now, Dean Howell's my pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know our boy from Ohio State, born and bred, Joey McKenna. Born and bred? No, he may not be born and bred, but you know he's a. Uh, I think both times he wrestled Howell, they were been OT. They've been pretty close. Yeah. In college. I, Hiles had a lot of close matches with people, and you mentioned the new rules. I, I am very curious to see how these new rules impact him. Um, but he's a smart wrestler. He's going to be able to. He's going to be able to adapt. If people don't know Hiles' history, he was a four-time Division One state champ from Ohio. You know, the only thing you can basically be better than that is a Division One or as a four-time AAA champ from PA. Other than that, I mean, there's not much better you can do. You remember when Dean Hile pancaked Jimmy Gulaban in the Ironman Finals? Gave Gulaban, I think, what. Only one of the, I think he lost like his, one or two. That's only, it, yeah. I think it might have been his only high school loss, or his first high school loss at least. Um, yeah. man, I, he beat Pico. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dean Heil is an amazing wrestler. So, you know, I'm picking Dean Heil, but we, last year we picked Jack. I think we both picked Jack going into the tournament. Did we? Yeah. I don't remember. I know I did tell somebody at one point in time last year at the beginning of the year I didn't think Dean Heil would ever lose another college match. Um, so I, it makes sense to pick Heil. I there are a couple freshmen in this way. Until though. proven otherwise. Until proven otherwise, yeah. I mean, I think he's shown that you can't pick against him at this point in time. Yeah. Who's your freshman? I'm talking about freshmen. Who, who are some standouts? Cannon Store from Iowa State. Yep. He redshirted last year. He had a nice Midlands tournament. He actually beat Luke Putcher at Midlands. I think it was like 7 5. Close match. Don't forget about Chad Red, too. And, no, Chad Red. Chad Red's on my list. You know, because I'm guessing Chad Red goes 41, McChrystal goes 49, and that's a Nebraska guy. Um, that shows you how good that Chad Red is. That if he's coming into this lineup to push a guy as good as McChrystal up to 149. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I totally agree. Red had a nice Midlands as well. I think both of them placed. Um, I think those guys they're ranked 16th and uh, 13th on Flow's rankings. I I would say normally uh, you're going to see them climb, but how much higher can you get? I mean, because geez, these guys. I mean, you know, there's a couple guys in front of them that I can see them. You know, obviously climbing ahead of, but. There's going to be people that are All-Americans and maybe multiple-time All-Americans that don't All-American this year at this weight. So there's a couple of guys who I'm very excited to see wrestle in this weight class. or Let me not say excited, intrigued to see. One, I believe Josh Oliver is coming up from 133 to 141. He's he a guy is. from you and I. Yep. Uh, absolute stud. Um, I'm interested to see how he does up at this weight class. And the other guy is Ryan Deal. Ryan Deal wrestles from Maryland. Oh, if yeah. If I'm not mistaken, he put on a pretty – he had a pretty impressive – Showing at the, the junior world team trials. If oh, I'm did not he? Mistaken. I think so. Yeah. Even um, before that, remember Big Tens? He was throwing people over his head, yeah. and we didn't even know who he was. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious to see um, how these two guys perform this year at 141. Um, this weight class is so deep. The top seven is super deep, in my opinion. And then when you do throw in guys like Kane and Store, um, who didn't Kane and Store win like the the Schultz or the ba- the Bill Farrell or something? International tournament in the off season. I'm not sure, but I know he, I know he wrestled in it and did really well. I think yeah. he had a couple really like some wins that were really like wow. And then you got guys, you know, 
when your guys that are rounding it out are like the Javier, you know, rounding out the top, or like Javier Gasca, who's, I mean, got all the talent in the world. You know, you love Gasca. He's you good. You talk about him every year. He's good. He's no, good. Brock Zachrell's really good too. Brock Zachrell gave Dean Howell his closest match with NCAAs last year, and you got him ranked 14th. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. There's some tough guys in this weight class, but Dean Howell's my man, though. I, I still think when you're looking at the, the top seven guys, Heil, Kevin Jack, Bryce Meredith, Ironman, Ashnault, McKenna, and Tommy Thorne, I mean, there's not a lot of margin for error. Now, we've seen at the national tournament, not every one of those guys is probably going to All-American. No, okay? it's not going to happen. Something's going to happen. Think about last year with McKenna. He didn't AA. C- correct. I mean, something is going to happen. But on the surface, that's seven deep, and that seven deep is really good. So I know you've already said that you're picking Dean Heil, and look, I would be an idiot not to pick him as well. I'm, I'm picking Dean Heil as a preseason favorite to win this weight class. I mean, all he does is win. Um, he's proved it time and time again. But I'm going to tell you, number two in this weight class, we've talked how good Kevin Jack is. Joey McKenna's coming back. He's going to be in the Ohio State room. But one guy who I think is going to be super dangerous in this weight, who I could see, Putting depending on how how seeds work out and putting on a run to the finals is Jaden Ironman. Ironman. Yep. I mean he's got so much talent. I knew you were going to say him. Yeah, I mean he's uh, it, to, to, to think last year as a redshirt freshman to you know start off the season the way he did in a very difficult fashion down at one thirty three. I mean you mentioned he got hammered by Tomasello. I mean in a very demoralizing loss. We were there. We saw it live. I mean he didn't want to play anymore. He was cut too much weight. He really was. And then to go up to one forty one. You push a guy like uh, Manly out of the weight class, That's, out of the team. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, a guy who's as good as Manly. You push him out of the lineup, and then to go on and just put on a phenomenal run. Where we already said, you know, you go through Ashnault, Kolodzik, and McKenna at the national tournament. What does that do for a guy's confidence? I tell you what, I like Jaden Ironman a lot, and he's dangerous because not only is he funky, right? So he puts you in positions that you're not normally used to, mm-hmm. which is which is a big benefit for him. Dude is nails on top. Which I we've seen that somebody being good on top can be a game changer at the NCAA tournament because you can turn if you can turn it's a neutralizer yeah if you can turn great guys great guys not just NCAA qualifiers not just you know but if you can turn you know round of twelve type guys or people that are competing for all American status that sets you apart. I completely agree with you. I absolutely agree, hundred percent. All right, so moving on. I like Iron a lot. Good point. I really do like him. Just wanted to throw so that out there. Who's going to finish second at 149? All right, so moving on to 149. Um, this weight class returns one champ and I believe seven returning All Americans. Now that seven count does include the uh, the new arriver, the new <laughs> the newly arrived um, Kalazic at this weight class. So you asked who's going to finish second. I think that's you're absolutely right. Look, Zane Rutherford's obviously the clear favorite in this weight class. He's one of the most dominating college wrestlers yeah. of all time. Now, I know that Brandon Sorensen took him to that, one of the craziest matches that you and I watched in my room um, into, like, double OT. Um, you know, that was at Iowa. Then I think Zane went out and just hammered him at the NCAA tournament. There's there, I, Nobody touches Zane Rutherford this year. So, I, you know, you know who I'm really impressed with is Max Thompson from you and I. I think he took, uh, what did he take, fourth last year, fourth or fifth last year? He took fifth. As a freshman. As a freshman. So you're returning All-Americans in this weight class. Obviously, you got Rutherford coming back. We've mentioned Sorensen. Sorensen's only done, all he's ever done in college is go 4-2-3. Um, he's looking to become a four-time All-American. Unfortunately, he's, you know, he's always either had Surtis or Rutherford in his weight class. He'll be one of the best to never win it. 
very good point there. Um, Max Thompson, been alluded to already, took a fifth last year as a freshman. Solomon Shishko is back at this weight class. He's taken six two years in a row. Two-time AA, yeah. Um, Justin Oliver, All-American a couple of years ago from Central Michigan University. You've got Gio Martinez, who's coming off a redshirt and a transfer to Oklahoma State. He took eighth a couple of years ago. For Boise. Uh, for Boise State, yep. correct. Uh, who no longer has a program. That makes sense to me. Why Rest would, in peace. Get rid, of, get rid of Boise State. It makes, makes perfect sense. <laughs> Sarcasm. Jesus. Um, and then, of course, you've got Matt Kolodzik, who took a seventh place last year at 141. And then, I'll tell you what, not only that, is you've got some legit dudes that, like, you know, can wrestle it this way. Like, Colton McChrystal's really good. Keyshawn Hayes, you know, obviously we're Buckeye homers, but that dude can wrestle. He had one loss last year to Jack before he got injured. And then you got Ryan Deacon, who took second at Junior Worlds this year for Northwestern. I mean, these are some dudes. Yeah, it's it, it's a tough weight class. I think it's a little top heavy, in my opinion. Um, and yeah. now, now you mentioned Agreed. Keyshawn Hayes at this weight class, and we've mentioned um, uh, Joey McKenna at one forty one for Ohio State. Um, obviously, that's not set in stone yet. There's going to be a yeah. wrestle off yeah. to determine that. This is just kind of what we're assuming at this point in time. Um, yeah, I, look, Rutherford's the cream of the crop, and I think Sorensen's a clear number two, in my opinion. And I think it being Sorensen's senior year, I don't see anybody unseating him at that weight class. The the one person that I could see that has the talent to do it, if he can put it together, uh, I, I want to see how he uh, you know adjusts to the weight and how good he's gotten from last year's Kolodzik. I, I think like Kolodzik, yeah. has, he's got a lot of talent. He's talents. only going to get better. He's only going to get better. I, I, I completely agree. I mean, he, he obviously an Ohio guy. He, um, you know, we, we got to watch him a little bit. This guy's got some serious talent. What I'm interested to see is, you know, who's going to be the three through eight guys at this weight? Because I, I think that there's, this is going to be another weight where we see some people that were previous All-Americans that don't get on the podium here. Um, you, you Who know, would you assume? Who's your previous All-American that you don't see on the podium? You know, I, I don't want to say Gio Martinez um, or Justin Oliver, but, you know, I could see both. I could see... I could see definitely could see a Colt McChrystal or Keyshawn Hayes or even Ryan Deacon jumping those guys. Okay. I like Justin Oliver, and I think Justin Oliver is way better than what his seventh place finished two years ago, and then his did not. You know, he didn't place last year. You know, says he is. Um, I think last year he, he fell victim to who? Who did he? Who did he get upset by? I can't even remember. But I know what you're talking about. Was it the the South Dakota State kid? Yeah. Was Co- it Coacher? Coacher? Yeah. That all because didn't Coacher beat Pat Lugo and yep. then go on to beat yeah, Oliver? Coker did it. Yeah, yep. it was Coacher. Um, you know, Coacher put on a, a phenomenal run. You know. <laughs> Earned All American status, you know, good for him. But I think Justin Oliver is a lot better than what what his last year's performance at NCAA says. I see Justin Oliver finishing in this weight class and finishing, you know, top five in my opinion. See, I, I like Cisco better than Oliver. Do I you? do. Yeah, I like Cisco better than Oliver. I think that he. I think you confusing he, him I with think Cisco. He, yeah, I think he. I think he's a guy that can challenge Sorensen. You think so? I, 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 I really disagree. Do. I absolutely I, disagree. Well, great. I, you know what? That's the good thing is that you and I can disagree. Yeah. So. And you know what? We may even get to see it this year. Well, who do you got then? Who do you got? Well, I mean, I ain't no <laughs> dummy. I'm taking Rutherford. Oh, that's a weak pick. All right, who you got? You're not going out on a limb? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Rutherford wins this weight class. Keyshawn Hayes, baby. Okay, that's that's Ben's pick. Keyshawn to All-American. <laughs> to All-American. And Rutherford will win it. <laughs> that's who I got. Way to go out on a limb there, Ben. I'm, Way I'm, to go out I'm on a awesome. limb. Want to move on to 157? Let's do it. My computer's still acting up, though. Well, I guess you need to get a better computer. <laughs> I do. I do. What do you got at 157, homeboy? So 157 returns one champ, potentially two champs. Um, your one champ is Jason Nolf. I say potentially two because 
Um, I haven't heard anything. I don't know if I'm missing out on the news or whatnot. I know Flo doesn't have him in the rankings at 157, but I think we could see Jason Sertzis from Arizona State. You know, he made that transfer, redshirted, uh, made down there. Um, I think we could see him at this weight class, and I, I hope we do, actually. I really hope we do see him at this weight class. But if we do, it gives us two returning national champs and nine returning All-Americans. I mean, this oh, weight class goodness. is looking pretty deep, if you want to know my opinion. Um, Nine returning All-Americans? Yeah, so you would have Jason Nolf, You would have Jason Sertzis. You would have Joey LaValle, who's been a finalist. You've got Kimmerer from Iowa coming back. Micah Jordan making the move up to 157 coming back. Uh, JoJo Smith, as long as he doesn't redshirt in there. you got Claygon, who All-American a couple of years ago, I think at 149. Um, from Ryder. You also got Tyler Berger, who took a fifth-place finish last year. Um, and then... Pantaleo, right? Did you say lo him? and behold, Paul Fox coming back. Paul Fox. Um, oh, I might have missed out. We may have 10 returning All-Americans, because I do think we see Pantaleo in this weight class as well. No, I totally agree. That This weight class is super deep. Now, it's obviously top-heavy, right? Jason Nolf's the winner. Um, who's going to be second? Because I... Let me tell you who I think could, could make the finals. Lavalley, Kemmerer, Jordan, Berger... Joe Smith. Wow. Maybe, maybe wow. even a Pantaleo. Is there anybody that can't make the maybe finals in your opinion? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. This weight is... <laughs> it's well, stacked. It's top-heavy, but not just top-heavy, but it's it's deep. I, I, I guess those are uh, you know, counterintuitive um, um, thoughts there, but it's got a ton. I mean, when you're talking about 10 returning All-Americans, that is Dude, a, a lot. And, and, and let's talk about guys that have never All-American. you got a Richie Lewis who has three wins over Tyler Berger and a win over Jordan Cutler. And what did Jordan Cutler do last year? He gave Joey Lavalle his only loss. Yep, and Jordan Cutler. Well, is, I mean, before. Is the Cutler coming finals. back? Yeah, up at 165. 165, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's this weight is – that's the thing. Is It's kind of like weight classes changing into the guard, right? Um you know, 49, you just said had a ton of All-Americans returning. 57 might be the toughest weight class in the country. You know, and looking at Flo's rankings here, I mean, okay, yeah. Nolf 1, LaValle 2, Kimmer 3, Jordan 4, uh, Berger from Nebraska 5, JoJo Smith 6th. You could probably flip-flop those two guys if you wanted to. Um, they got Richie Lewis 7th and then Pantaleo 8th. I'm not sure I agree with that, to be truthfully honest. I think Pantaleo should be ranked higher. Um, Clegg on nine, Jake Short. Now you're getting Jake Short from Minnesota, ranked ten. I mean, dude's a stud. Mitch Feinso from Duke, number eleven. Yeah. He's a stud. I think Jake Short was a round of twelve guy last year. And then you, now you're getting into a caller Heffernan at twelve. You've got a returning All American Paul Fox at thirteen. Oh, don't forget about Clayton Ream, who's got some solid wins over the past few really years good wins. from North Dakota State. Um, you know they've got Josh Shields ranked at this weight class. I I don't know if they know something that we don't know, but. You think Shields is going 65, don't you? And then the Valencia boys are bumping up. This is my opinion. I think Arizona State has the chance to have a really good team this year. I think their best lineup is Maruka at 49, is Sertzis at 57, putting Josh Shields at 65, and then bumping the Valencia brothers yeah, I mean, up. that makes the most sense in terms of lineup, yeah. But in terms of champs, I mean, you know, if maybe, they, maybe Zahid really wants to go uh, 74. But we can get into that, you know, on the next app. But... I, yeah, I I totally agree. We're talking we're talking fifteen. I mean, this weight class uh, is 15, 15 deep. I mean, fifteen really good wrestlers. They could be deep. all Americans. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Do you think anyone? No. And, and, um, just let me ask the damn question. Do you think anyone has the ability to truly challenge Nolf? The only person we haven't seen do it. The only person we haven't seen this, that with that match is Michael Jordan. And I don't see it. I I can see. I don't think Nolf beats Jordan the way that Rutherford did because Nolf isn't quite as good on top. 
What about um, a guy like Pantaleo? No, I don't see it. Pantaleo's limited. He's he's a great wrestler, but I don't. When I mean limited, I mean like I just don't see him being able to jump up to beat Nolf. Now I could see Pantaleo being a finalist. I can, like I said, I can see so many guys being finalists. I just don't know if anybody has the goods. Remember last year, I wanted to see Lavalley Nolf. I thought I knew Nolf was going to win, but I just because Lavalley could go hard. Well, we saw it. So. I want to see how big of a jump Michael Kimmerer makes in his second year. Okay. We didn't get to okay. see a match between him and Nolf last year because, you know, uh, Kimmerer got upset by Dylan Palacio, I think, in the quarters, and then Palacio went out and got up, you know got beat by Joey Lavalley in the semis, and then Nolf put it to Joey Lavalley, yeah. putting it put lightly. It, I mean, I mean it, it is what it is. But I want to see the jump that Kimmerer makes. I think I think he could be a guy that could legitimately challenge Nolf. Um, they come from the same wrestling club. They've got a lot of background with each other. I think you're right about Micah Jordan. Um, I just, I, I, Nolf has got that style that you make one mistake, he puts you on your back. Yeah, and, well, and he just, he will score so many points. And he never stops going. He will wear you out. I want to see Nolf Bradford wrestle. Oh, are you talking about like in the practice? Yeah, or no, but I mean, I want to see him in a match. I want to see those two dudes go at it. I bet there's some battles in that oh, room. Oh, man. So I, I assume you're picking Nolf. Yeah, I mean, come pick. on. I mean, that's a responsible pick. I'm going to pick him, too. Give me your runner-up. Let's make it interesting. Give me your runner-up here. I like Kammerer. Unfortunately, I like Kammerer. You talk all that shit about Micah Jordan, and then you do this. You get to pick before me, and you do this just to pick the <laughs> Is that who you're picking? I hate you, man. Is that who you're picking? I hate you. Um... Oh, I'm picking Pantaleo. Oh, all right. Pantaleo. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I couldn't say his name right. I am. All right. Actually, I'm only doing that because you picked Kimmer. I would have picked him, but I think Pantaleo being ranked number eight is, is too low in my opinion. Um, I think he's probably – he is legitimately the most athletic guy in this weight class, um, and he's the boy can wrestle as well, and I think we could see him put on a run. All right. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I like seeing him and Mike go at it. Ooh, that'll be a good match. Yeah, Pantaleo's jacked, by the way. He's super jacked. He, he'll, he'll, he'll be he'll fill out him and Michael will both fill out fifty seven fine. All right, so there you have it. There's our f- picks for the preseason picks for the first five weight classes. Yeah, that's all we're gonna do for this episode. We're gonna come back next week and make our picks for the last five weight classes and team. I want to talk team next. And we'll episode be talking too. some team stuff as well. Uh, you got anything else you want to add today, Ben? No, man, that was good. That was it feels so good to get back into some college talk. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Six weeks away. Oh, baby. I got a boner. Hey, who's your pick right now? (laughs) (laughs) Who's your pick right now? Fantasy League champ. Brandon, I love it. All right, that's all we got for you. Episode number 38 of the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. And as always, don't wind up on your back, bro.